Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. So Jeff Gunlock in the news again today. He is talking about the Federal Reserve. And he's saying that a lot of investors could be offsides, which means going into 2024, they could suffer huge losses as a result of what we've just seen in the oil market. Let's go right over to Business Insider. We're going to get the gist of what Gunlock is talking about. And then I'm going to go over and analyze some charts to see if we can connect some dots and come to some conclusions based on probability. So his assertion here, brace for another Fed rate hike, which as you guys know, if the market's not expecting a rate hike, and I think now for the next one, it's maybe like 50-50, but we'll have to see how the odds play out over the next, I don't know, six weeks or so. I'm not sure when the next Fed's rate decision is. But if, uh, you know, the market, when we get to that point, is saying 75% pause and they hike, all of a sudden markets offside, investors, you know, who knows how far the S&P 500 would go down. It could drop five, six, 700 points in just one day. So he says that what's happening, well, I'll just read it. Brace for another Fed rate hike thanks to problematic, problematic surge in oil prices, billionaire investor Jeff Gunlock says. So... The key talking points, I don't know why this article is so distorted, but anyway, key talking points, expected another rate increase, expect another rate increase by the Fed due to this problematic oil. Okay, talk about that. I think the probability of rate hike is higher than what I would have thought prior to the spike. That's kind of a no-brainer. Oil prices have climbed past 70 a barrel after Saudi and Russia slashed productions. Now, Josh actually brought something else to my attention so we're going to go through the rest of these details. But before we do, let's shoot over to the CNBC homepage. And I actually didn't have this pulled up. I'm assuming it's still there. But they hadn't. In fact, it's, it's the headline story. So yesterday, was it yesterday, Josh, or the day prior when we talked about how Putin came out and said that he's banning all exports of diesel? Yeah, that to, was yesterday. That was yesterday. Okay. And if you guys remember in that video, I was kind of the spidey senses were like, yeah, okay, it's supposed to be temporary that's what he's saying, but let's see how this plays out. Uh, I think there's a high probability that that temporary will turn into something that looks a lot more like permanent. And sure enough, today we see reports right here from CNBC, Russia's indefinite ban on diesel exports threatens to aggregate. So basically what they're saying is that it went from temporary to now they came out and said, well, yeah, we said end of the year, but now we're just going to play it by ear. We're going to be data dependent. So basically, they've gone from temporary end of the year to now it's just completely indefinite. And what does this do to not only diesel prices, but inflation throughout Europe? And then how does that impact the global economy? And you combine that with what's going on with the oil price. And then you look at what Jeff's Gunlock is saying, and it starts to make quite a bit of sense, quite frankly. So getting back to the Business Insider article here. Investors should embrace for another interest rate increase, okay? All right, this is pretty much a summary of what the key talking points were. And they're talking about surge in oil. Yeah, okay, so nothing really here other than what we got out of the headline. So let's shoot over to a couple more charts here that I think deliver a lot more, uh, that deliver insights that are very relevant to this discussion, especially if we're trying to figure out, okay, is Gunlock right? And let's just assume the Fed does hike rates. 
and the market is caught off sides, then how does that impact inflation? Does that make a recession worse or will they not hike enough based on these oil prices kind of filtering through the economy? And we know that oil is an input to almost every single thing that you buy, either directly or indirectly. And therefore, you know, maybe the, the Fed is behind the curve again. And we're going to see this another way, another wave of inflation take off. And this 25 basis point hike that Gunlock is talking about, maybe that's not enough. Maybe they're going to hike into 2024. I mean, maybe they're taking rates to 7 8%. Who knows if oil goes to 150, right? That's not my view. I'm just articulating the view that Gunlock is expressing and then taking it a couple steps further. I want to make sure I'm clear. So now let's try to figure out the probabilities of what happens to inflation as a result of these oil price spikes and then how that will filter into the Fed's decision-making process. And then if they do hike, what does that mean for the overall economy? That's, I think, what's most important to get. That's the most important data to go over within this video. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow Rebel Capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Let's get to this chart here. This is uh, oil prices going back to 1950. And these prices are, oh, they're inflation adjusted. So let's do nominal. Aha. Very interesting. So the first thing I want to point out to you guys is right here, right around when I was born. I was born in January of 1973. I probably, oh. With everyone hacking into my Twitter account, stealing my ID, I probably shouldn't have said that, but <laughs> the identity thieves probably already have that info anyway. So let's just, this identity thief, if you're watching, forget what I just said. I was, I was not born in the 1970s. Uh, I was born in the 1870s. <laughs> All right. Uh, enough of that. Let's get back to the chart. But we can see this huge spike in oil prices. And it seems kind of quaint based on today's prices, but in percentage terms, this would be massive. Think about that. Oil going from 356 a barrel, just pretty much parabolic, straight up to $10 a barrel. And this is in March of 1974. I also want to point out, guys, look at this gray bar. This represents what? A recession. So more on that in just a moment. Then we see the oil price continue to go up throughout this recession and up and up and up it's pretty much going it, oh, it's not going up to the same degree but it's still going up till we get to 1978 and then it just moonshots again 
into 1980 and goes from 356 a barrel to man to 39 bucks wow i didn't realize the nominal price increases were that dramatic in the 1970s with oil jeez so what you would assume based on this chart of oil is that consumer prices did the exact same thing consumer prices just went parabolic in the beginning of the 1970s and then continued to go up and up and up and up and up at a faster clip and then went parabolic again. But let's go to a chart of the actual CPI and see what happened. So this is a chart going back to 1965. This is from the New York Times. And uh, we can see that right in the beginning of the 1970s, oil, excuse me, oil, CPI peaked out right around 6%. Then we had some disinflation all the way down to call it 2.53. And then we had this massive spike of inflation all the way up to where CPI got to over 12%. But then what happened? You guys can see the chart. We didn't have some big time disinflation. So inflation year over year goes from 12% to 10 to 8 to 6 all the way down to 5 and this happens from, call it 1974, to 1977. So the rate, now we still had inflation, but the rate of inflation was going down. In other words, disinflation. We talk about that on this channel all the time, and it's what we've experienced right here in the United States just over the last year and a half. But let's go back to that oil chart. So as we had inflation, but prices were going up, at a lower and lower rate. As we had disinflation, oil prices going parabolic. And more specifically, right here, and we're starting off right at the beginning of 1974, just boom, straight up, which would be consistent with that inflation spike. But then we have disinflation while oil is still going higher and higher and higher and higher. That's my point. So it's not to say that oil prices do not impact the CPI, but it is to say that if oil prices go up fast enough, and if they go up to a certain level, it actually, and counterintuitively, it can create disinflation. And I would argue, if it's based on other economic metrics or other economic variables, it could actually create deflation. Now, I'm not predicting that. I'm not predicting that. But I'm saying that that is definitely possible, even based on what we saw in the 1970s. And that assumes that we have significant money supply growth. Right now, we have M2 money supply going down. Now, I know 2020, it really went up. It went up by, let's say, 25% one year. But that gets into a lot of nuance because the Fed is just simply trading asset for asset. I don't know that that increases purchasing power. So we have to have the federal government spending. That gets that velocity going, taking money from savings to checking. So are they doing that now to a certain degree? Yes. Are they doing that to the same degree? No. So my point is that although Gunlock, you know, I, I don't disagree with him, and I think he's looking at through the lens of the Fed, they may continue to hike as a result of these oil prices going up and up and up, but they might not realize or they might not acknowledge the fact that just because oil prices go up, it doesn't necessarily mean that's inflationary. It can be. But if they go up fast enough and to a certain point, based on other economic variables, 
It could actually be disinflationary. And I would argue, under certain conditions, it could even be deflationary. So what if we're in one of those moments, one of those economic environments, where this spike in oil prices is actually disinflationary, but yet the Fed is hiking into that? You see where I'm going with this? That just makes whatever hard landing, recession, depression, collapse, crisis, whatever you want to call it, it just makes it that much worse. And that's the main point that I wanted to make with this video. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitals, and we'll see you in the next video.